from ASE-certified expert technicians to new smart services that keep you connected, Pep Boys Auto Service and Tire Centers keep your ride humming. Open seven days a week. Pep Boys, we go further to help you go farther. We play for bravery. We play for big hearts in tiny bodies. We play for the fighter within. We play for life reclaimed. Disease in remission, stories rewritten. We're Children's Hospital of Richmond at VCU, and we nurture the champion in every child. We fight the forces that threaten them, and we play to win. Learn how at chrichmond.org. The following program is powered by Urban Junction Entertainment. Hey, what's good, y'all? It's your man, Elsie the Joker here. Hey, thank you for tuning in to the Let's Chat and Jam podcast. Make sure y'all check out the latest episode featuring myself. It's available now. What's going on, everybody? I'm Sandra Love, back on your screen and your speakers one more time. And welcome to another edition of Let's Chat and Jam. In this episode, I'm speaking with a brother out of San Diego, California. His name, Marlon D. Check out this interview we did right now. What's going on, everybody? MC Andrew Love, back on your screen and your speakers. One more time. With another edition of Let's Chat and Jam. In this episode, I'm speaking to a brother by the name of Marlon D. Who hails from Oxnard, California, or San Diego, if you will. Without further ado, Marlon D. Yo, what up, man? What is going on? How you been, man? I'm surviving. I'm, I'm just glad to be alive for 2021. Um, and I'm just a workaholic, man. You know, trying to get back into the scene and uh, the shows are piling up again. There's a lot of shows lined up. And I'm just glad that the venues are opening up again, man, because we got shut down for a good minute, bro. But we're back. Yeah, the entertainment industry was hit hard this past year or two. When did you realize you had a passion for music? Well, my mom and dad always loved music. But as far as hip hop, I was born in the uh, Philippines, but I moved to Oxnard when I was like 10 after my mom split up and my mom and dad split up. But um, my cousins were DJs. So I just always, I always looked up to, to the music that my cousins were spinning. And uh, I couldn't really afford turntables, you know, but uh, I was definitely inspired by the music that they played. So since I couldn't be a DJ, I really started out with like just mimicking the, my favorite rappers in the beginning, like just just memorizing like Snoop Dogg or the Brat or the Dog Pound or Criss Cross. I started out like imitating them, you know, but I really started writing rhymes at 10 years old, uh, really started freestyling in front of people at 15. Like high school was like it was a time to like freestyle out loud and um it just kept growing, man. Like by the time I reached 21, I dropped my first album and I've been dropping albums and mixtapes ever since 2005, 2006. If I didn't drop an album, I definitely dropped the mixtape. And the album that you, you've been bumping, um, 13th and Broadway is actually album number 11, you know, and um, not even counting the mixtapes. I got a catalog that I can look back on and I can say that I'm proud of, you know, I do got a body of work out there. So, yeah. Well, that's cool, man. So you've been rocking or spinning music before streaming was even in existence. Oh, I'm from the era of CDs, selling the CDs out the trunk, selling the CDs out, out the shows, out the vending tables, you know, so shit, tapes, 
started out dem with demo tapes, you know, so <laughs> recording on the karaoke mic, you know. You, you, you came from the era where you just have to had to grind to get your name heard. It wasn't yeah, so 30, easy yeah. to get a taste of somebody's music. You person had to actually go buy the CD. Yeah. So that's when you had some real fans going on yeah. back then. I'm 36. You know, I was a 90s kid, just like a lot of people in the boom bap era. I'm a 90s kid, you know, so I'm deeply influenced by that. But I try to keep my ears on what's popping now. I'm not like, all oh, like I'm a boom bap baby, but I try to keep my ears to what's hot in 2021, you know? Yeah. Who are your greatest influences? Man, like coming from the West Coast, of course, dog, like everything the Death Row Records did, you know? Everything, Tupac, Dre, of course, but... If we're talking East Coast, you know, it's the usual suspects, you know what I mean? Biggie, Jay-Z, Nas, Wu-Tang, De La Soul, Tribe, Method Man. I can go on and on, you know? I'm just a student of the game. I'm a fan of a lot of MCs, and I'm influenced by everybody, man. Everybody. I can hear it in your rhymes, man. That's one thing I can say. Thank you. You got skills, bro. You do have a gift yeah, I, of MCing. I appreciate that. Thank you so much, dog. For reals. When you're it means a lot the, coming from a New York cat. Oh, yeah. I, I've been, it comes a I've lot been coming a, from an NY cat. You know what I'm saying? I've been a fan of hip-hop since I was listening to, like, Run DMC, Fat Boys, Melly Mel and Furious Five, Grandmaster Flash. You know, I just name them all myself. Yeah. Beastie Boys, yeah, some of my favorite. They, those guys were, like, the pioneers of hip-hop. LL Cool J, when he came out, he just changed the game. Yeah. Yeah, so those are the artists I... I gravitate towards when I was a kid and I loved hip hop and I always wanted to interview rappers. So growing up, you know, I like to be a broadcaster while you were wanting to be a rapper and you started writing rhymes. I mean, rhymes weren't my thing, but man, I could DJ the heck out of a track. That's where my love of music went is to broadcast and I could just play it and watch the people have a good time. That's what I love to do with music. I nice. love watching people party, dance, just grind when you hear things like um, Around the Way Girl by LL Cool J. Things of that nature. Those are stuff I like doing back in the day. When you're not, out, man. Yeah. When you're not in the studio and you're not creating music, what do you do? So I got a full-time job, just like a lot of uh, struggling independent artists out here in Cali. Um, I, I've been doing behavior therapy for kids with autism for about 10, 11 years now. And... Um, when the pandemic started, I left, I left the school district and just started doing behavior therapy and home care or tutoring kids with autism or, or learning disabilities. I just started helping them at the house to get them, to get them through social distance learning, you know, because we did a lot of that last year. So I definitely helped out with the kids with that. And um, I also have a podcast. I have a podcast called Andy Podcast. It's really hip hop commentary where I do interview artists, but I also interview my fellow mental health practitioners or advocates who are working for the mental health community, especially those who are um, working with kids with autism. Um, I think uh, I dropped an album called Shadows 3 in 2018 um, at around 2019. I took a break. I, I took a good break from shows and I pursued some acting. Um, I, I definitely took acting classes again and I did theater for like a year and a half from like 2019 to about 
the beginning of 2020, right before the pandemic started. And like, I started doing independent films, you know, and, and just theater. I just really got my feet wet and acting. And when you give your life to something since you were 15, you know, when you give your whole life to it since you were 15, you wake up, you're 33, you realize you gave your whole life to hip hop. But what else did you give your life to? Like, I didn't want to be a, a one-rounded person where that's all I did. So I, I, I wanted to like extend my creativity somewhere else. I stopped doing shows for like a year and a half, but I never really stopped going to the studio. So like I dropped five mixtapes during the pandemic. I did like a hundred songs. If it didn't make the album, I definitely spread it out in three, in, in three four or five different mixtapes. I dropped an album called Act Two. That was my 10th album in August 2020. And I drop another album called 13th and Broadway, the one that you're bumping. I dropped that in the beginning of May. So I'm, I'm a real workaholic, but uh, I just think that's my way of coping with life. It's a, probably a defense mechanism of like, you know how it is. For, when, if you guys want to talk about mental health, I feel like a lot of us men, we don't know how to cope with emotions sometimes, but to either drink, smoke, or just be a workaholic. And uh I'm definitely targeting the mental health area more in my music, in my interviews, and especially in my podcast. You know, I'm, I'm advocating for that a little more this past year in my career. So it's a it's a different Marlon D than than what first started out. You know, Bet MGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code Champion two hundred and win two hundred dollars in free bets when you place a ten dollar money line wager on any major league baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with Bet MGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to Bet MGM com and use code champion 200 to win 200 when you bet 10 bucks on an mlb game and either team hits a home run sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the king of sportsbooks major league baseball trademarks used with permission visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions must be 21 years of age or older to wager virginia only new customer offer all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Hi, this is Kyra. Thanks for listening to the Let's Chat and Jam podcast. Tap into the episode featuring myself, now available. Let's talk about the song Homecoming. Can you yeah. tell us about that? Produced by Joey Dixon. My album's, uh, the whole album was produced by Joey Dixon and co- he co-produced one joint, like all 12 tracks, you know? So Joey produced that, and the name of the song is Homecoming. When you listen to the song, I address what's going on in the United States of America, but I also address what's going on. I, I feel like my music speaks to the black sheeps. I feel like I'm, I represent the black sheep. I, I represent the outsider, and um, I, I've been owning that and embracing that more. Like, being a Filipino in this game, it's not easy, fam. It's not easy, you know. I, I I understand I'm one of the minorities trying to get in the music industry. And um Homecoming is about owning being a black sheep. It's about rebuilding United States of America. Because we got a lot of rebuilding to do. You know, we got a lot of unlearning to do in this country, you know, from racism to police brutality to the way they treat us minorities and just the way that they're attacking Asian American women right now. There's a lot of hate in America, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I feel like it's going to take a lot of chaos first to get our rage out 
then we can start healing. You know what I'm saying? And America is just like in, in growing pains. The country's in growing pains. And so am I as a man, as a 36 year old man. Like we're all, we're supposed to grow, man. We're not, we're not supposed to stay the same. We're supposed to grow. We're not supposed to regress. Although some people do regress, you know, I don't want to regress. I want to grow. You know what I'm saying? I can dig the vibes, man. I really can. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That's- and America regressed. America has regressed a lot. Or maybe America's been like this all along. But people are really showing their true colors about how they feel about racism and how they feel about us minorities. You know what I'm saying? Maybe this is America all along. So well, You got to think you know? about what, how America was built. It was built exactly. on stealing it from the minorities. And exactly. Then you're, then you're forced the minorities over. You're at that. We're not even minorities, man. We're the majority. These Caucasians are the minorities. Man. What are you talking about? Because in this country, the biggest population is Latinos. And then after Latinos, you, you got, you know, Asian Americans who's coming over here and, and, and finding a better life. You know, people... Some Caucasians, you know, I don't want to make this a political show, but what I I will say this, because I always tell truths in my in my podcast. And my truth is this country was built on the back of people of brown skin. That's it. This speak country was it. built speak on it. by people with brown skin. And the way yeah, I look man. at it, the way they mm-hmm. treat us, they treat us the same. If you're brown skin, you're a minority. If you're white, you're the majority, but it's wrong. It's backwards. Caucasians, you're the majority in Europe. That's where you're the majority. Right here in America, the brown skin evolution, baby. This is who's got it right now. Light skin, dark skin, it don't matter. If you off white, then you brown skin. It's that simple. And by the yeah. way, man, I love all people. I love all races. But in my podcast, I definitely highlight my fellow Filipinos, Hispanics, and my brown brothers because I just feel like we're definitely underrepresented and misrepresented. So I definitely make space for the minorities, if uh, business owners, just anybody that's just contributing to society that's brown. Um, I make space for that in my podcast, man. Because like you said, like we all contributed in this country and Filipinos in particular, we, we've, we've served the country from being army men, navy men, marines, nurses, working in the farms. Like, we, we definitely paid our dues in this country, man. And so did the Hispanics. So when my fellow Hispanics get ostracized or get, they get singled out, I take offense. I feel like Filipinos, we're not too far off from that. And sure enough, what did they, what did they start doing? They started attacking Asian older Asian women. And I like, sure enough, like we're next, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's exactly what happened. So on the acting tip, uh, I just want to give a shout out to university of San Diego, UCSD. They're casting me for a play to play a rapper. And the play is about, we're going to make a play about the violence against Asian American women. And they definitely casted me to make some songs about this. So I'll be performing some songs during the play. So I'm definitely trying to give back more to my community, trying to use my talent more to speak on what's going on in, in, our, in society. You know what I'm saying? That's cool, man. I'm digging the vibes. Digging the vibes. Trying to, get, trying to get involved more with my peoples, you know? Yeah. And without further ado, folks, you know what? You can actually go and check out 13th and Broadway yourself over there on all major streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. Check out some of his videos. 
YouTube music. The list goes on and on because if it's streaming, Marlon D is in the middle of it. So without further <laughs> ado, folks, I'm going to play a little snippet of Homecoming for Marlon D and Joey Dixon Productions. Long time since still, but we always standing. But today I got a push for change, and I'm back in the lab. Got a book for days. Just let the rock do. Tap in, y'all. Tap in. The cold coming at the room with chosen ones. So I'm a flash. All right, y'all. That's it. You want to go hear the rest of it? You got to go to Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, YouTube Music, Deezer, Pandora, and iHeartRadio. Those are the places that are rocking Marlon D. And of course, all other streaming platforms that you decide you want to go to, tap in because Marlon D is there. Man, that's dope, dude. Whoo wee. You are one heck of a rapper, man. You are you, an ill rapper, dude. You know Thanks, exactly Matt. what you're doing. Your delivery is polished. When I hear music Thank like you, that, appreciate I get excited you, to be a hip hop fan. <sighs> I'm digging the vibes. Dude. I appreciate you, bro. I wish I could I hear the rest you. of your albums. You need to send them my way, man. Just send them my way. Yeah, man. To all those tuning in, mcmarlind.bandcamp.com. That is the, um, the, the site and my link for all my mixtapes and albums. From 2005 to 2021, everything I've ever done is on there. With all those who are Spotify users, Apple Music, Title, the whole catalog's on there. Um, just type in Marlon D and Joey Dixon, uh, 13th and Broadway, and the newest album will come up. And my album, Act Two, that I dropped in August 2020, it's, it's also there. So, um, yeah, man, I'm just trying to get the music out there, especially to my New York heads. I feel like if New York fucks with it, I got something. You know what I'm saying? Word up. For real, God, You definitely like, got something. If New York cats think... Thank you, man. Yeah, if, if I like lot. it. it means if a lot. If I like it, there's other cats that's going to like it, too. I, they just got to hear it. <laughs> thank you, bro. Once they hear it, and they're then, like... And for all those that's been, like, following me since day one, I know that they're, they're used to a sound from Marlon, like, that boom bap, that underground boom bap stuff. I've been doing that my whole career. I know how to do that, like, the back of my hand. And I feel like for this album, I finally found the formula to keep it, keep it boom bap, but sprinkle some songs for the radio, sprinkle some songs for the ladies. I just feel like I'm getting more well-rounded as the years go, you know? At some point as an artist, we got to try different things. We got to try different things that challenges us. After a while, the boom bap stuff was not challenging because there's, there's, there's different markets out there, man. Like, and I'm trying to tap into all of them. But don't get it fucked up, yo. I'm still a real, like when you said Sitting at Home, it's a tight song. For all those tuning in, if you guys tune into Sitting at Home, it's on some E-40 Bay Area too short shit. But when you listen to it, it's still like, it's still lyrical. Like, and, and I'm not saying that too short and E-40 is not lyrical, but that, that West Coast bounce, but it's still lyrical, you know? That's what I'm trying to do right now. I'm digging the vibe. Trying to cater to everybody. Thank you, man. Tell us some of the experiences you've had since you've been in the music. I was thinking about that the other day, right? For all those, for all my kids, all the kids out there tuning in, if you got a dream, it doesn't have to be rapping. doesn't have to be music. I promise you, if you have a dream that makes you happy, you have to keep doing it. You must keep doing it. 
you're going to have a lot of people like friends and family saying you're not getting paid enough. You're not getting paid a lot. Why are you doing this? You're going to get a lot of that throughout your whole life. You can't listen. You just, you just have to keep doing what makes you happy. You're going to lose ex-girlfriends. You're going to lose girlfriends. You're going to lose friends. You're going to lose family members. But I promise you, if you find your path, you got to keep doing this. And what I've experienced in this game is that I started out as a fan. But at some point in my career, I started opening up for dilated peoples or dog pan or, or Sean Price or Guru from Gangstar, Keith Murray. I started opening for everybody like from, two th- <laughs> from 2005 to about 2018. If you're a hip hop legend and you came to Southern California, 90% I opened for you. <laughs> I was an opening act like 90% of the time. And, um, I'm going to tell you the truth, dog. Like when I was an opening act, I was still a fan. I'm still tripping out. Like what the fuck? Sean Price. The dark web can be like a restaurant for identity thieves. Hi, ready to order? I'll have the driver's license number. Great. That comes with a home address or a birth date. Ooh, both please. It can be dangerously easy to steal your identity. LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. If you become a victim, we'll work to fix it. No one can monitor all transactions, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey, this is Way. Thanks for listening to Let's Chat and Jam podcast. Tap into this episode featuring me. Available now. Thanks. You know, like Guru from Gangstar? Are you kidding me? Rest in peace, by the way, you know? Cannabis? Uh, I, open, I open for cannabis, yo. I opened for Scarface. I've opened for Talib Kweli. I've I've had the chance to to fulfill some of my my hip hop dreams as a kid. But it's not all that it's cracked up to be. This is tough. You gotta have thick skin for this. You know, there's a lot of rejection in this game. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of shadiness in this game. It's very cutthroat. It's a cutthroat business. You know. So I've experienced the good and I've experienced the bad. But guess what? I definitely rap about it. <laughs> I've, I've experienced the good and the bad, you know? Definitely, but, man. But, but that's what happens. If you give your life into something 15, 15 years or more, you're going to go through ups and downs, yo. You may even go through a year and a half where you stop. You may even go through a year and a half without dropping nothing, you know? But you're going to go through ups and downs, like a real relationship, like a real relationship with hip-hop. <laughs> Do you have any burning yeah. desires? I want to know how it is to have a family. I think it's a 36 year old man. Sometimes I yearn for that. Sometimes I feel like I, I do yearn for that and I'm longing for that. Um, I'm not sure if I cut out. I'm not sure if I'm cut out for marriage. I'm not sure if I'm cut out for a relationship. I, I got a lot of healing to do, you know, but, but sometimes I feel like before this life ends, I would like to know how it is to be a dad. I, I feel like my career, my personal career, it's thriving. It could be better. It's, it's not perfect. But my personal life can do some work, you know? I, I can do some improvement in my personal life. I can do some improvement in my personal relationships, you know? Yeah, I definitely commend you for owning it up to your part. I'll tell you, being a father is hard work. That's what I, I heard. That's what I heard. Ah, uh, yeah, it is. It's a never-ending job. That's what it's I heard. Like, it's like you're always biting your nails. Because if you have daughters, you're like, oh, my God. I don't want nobody to treat my daughter the way I treated other females growing up. 
That's that's what you're thinking. Cause cause you're like you tell your yes. daughters about guys like yourself, like, hey, this is what's going down with, with guys. And I'll tell you because I was one of those guys. Cause I am one of those guys. Leave those guys alone. And please. I heard <laughs> And I heard marriage, I heard marriage is even harder. Marriage. But like I'm not you know give and take, man. I heard that's even harder. Marriage <laughs> is like when you I just when heard you, you know when you got a female and you're married to a woman, you got to be honest. You know, you got to let her know what's going on in, with you, what you've been up to. You know, let her know. Tell the truth. So that way she has an opportunity to make the right decision accordingly. Because if we don't know the truth about our mate, how are we going to make the right decisions? Because we're making decisions on assumptions, not of actualities. And so when we're married and we're husbands, we have to be the head of the household. But yes, we have to know our mate has just as much right to know about what's going on as I do. We, we have to realize that. Dude, what is your process, man? So when you get a beat, do you have a song already ready to go for a beat? Or do you wait to get to the studio, then lay down your vocals? What's your process? I would say like the first four albums, uh, yeah, first three or four albums, I would have, I would have the rhymes written down at the crib before I went to the studio, you know? But after a while, I definitely knew how to write on the spot. Um, but I wouldn't be able to write on the spot if I don't write rhymes every day. I pretty much write rhymes every day, even if there's no beat. So when I'm, when I'm in the studio sometimes, it's just, it's just kind of like work. It, it, not work, but it's just kind of like practice. Like if you keep writing, for all the MCs tuning in, if you write every day, I promise you, your your work ethic in the studio will be much quicker and much faster. You you'll learn how to write shit on the spot. But as far as beats, I got a lot of producers constantly sending me beats every day, uh, or maybe once a month, once a week. I got people sending me beats all the time. I definitely listen to all of them and see which one is resonating with me. You know, like. I always feel like in order for you to write about something, you got to live life a little bit. Like some good things got to happen. Some, some, some bad things got to happen or, or else there's nothing to rap about, you know? And my next album, by the way, will be called Dido. Dido is my last name. And uh, this will be album number 12. So for example, for this album, I just, I barely dropped an album this May, you know, this past couple of weeks ago, but there's been some things happening in my life again. You feel me though, fam? There's, there's, I think the universe is showing me things and there's bad things happening in my life again and there's good things happening in my life. And I feel like this is the energy I need to carry for the next album because I'm experiencing a lot of people dying again right now. I'm experiencing how to forgive. I'm experiencing how to ask for forgiveness. I'm experiencing when someone forgives me and I'm also experiencing when someone doesn't. And these are the themes that I'm taking with me. And um, I'm human, dog. No matter how strong I am, I'm a Leo, by the way. Sometimes Leos, we're too much. Like our energy is like, sometimes Leos always got to be in the forefront. And sometimes Leos always feel like we got to lead. But I'm learning how to tone down that side of me too. I, got, I just got to balance my energy a little bit, you know? Sometimes I don't feel like being in the forefront. Sometimes I don't feel like being in the spotlight. But if you're going to do this music business, guess what? You're going to be under the spotlight sometimes, you know? <laughs> Definitely. 
<laughs> Sometimes you're held to a higher standard than a regular Joe Schmo that works at Dunkin' Donuts. I've been in therapy. I think therapy's helping. I think therapy's bringing out a lot of things that I didn't know was there. I think it's bringing out a lot of things that, a lot of unhealed wounds that I didn't think was still unhealed. But that's what therapy is doing to me. And to be honest with you, that's exactly what I'm writing about lately. That's exactly what I'm rapping about, you know? Therapy and how I feel about it. And Yeah, music is all about therapy and progression. And I, and I hear a lot of artists, you know, they, they say that music is their cleansing. It's their time to, to heal, to get out their stuff and you put it on you the have to. You got to write. You got to express that. Like, like... We got two choices, fam. We got two choices. We can let our pain be destructive or we can be productive with that pain. You know what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong. I've had my days where I've been destructive. I know how that is too, you know? But as I get older, I'm realizing, you know what? I'd rather be productive and, and exert this energy into the recording studio or doing shows or working with the kids. You know, when you're single with no family, you have a lot of time to work in your career. And that's, that's all I'm doing, dog. That's all I'm doing. Just putting in some more work to secure the legacy, you know? <laughs> yeah. America and the world. It is I, MC Andrew Love. This is Let's Chat and Jam. This is my special guest, Marlon D. This brother here is really personable when it comes to his music. But as you hear, he's a deep thinker. And he's always wanting to give back to, to the people. And this is why he makes music that is liberating to people. You can check out his music on all platforms. Spotify, iHeartRadio, the list goes on and on. This brother, anywhere there's streaming going on, he's in the middle of it. So can you tell the people where they can find you? Yo, check it out. For all my Instagram users at MDLens, that's at M-D-L-E-N-S. Um, for my Facebook users, you can add me, Marlon D. Uh, Twitter at MC Marlon D. Um, once again, my music links, mcmarlond.bandcamp.com. And for all those who are into podcasts, check me out, MD Podcasts, all on digital platforms. And um, I got a movie out in Amazon Prime called The Year I Did Nothing. Um, I got a minor role, but it's out there, you know, and uh, there's a lot of shows coming up. And if you guys add my Instagram, you'll be updated with all the flyers. That's dope, man. And since you've been here for the first time, you have now become part of a Let's Chat and Jam fan. Which I appreciate means, you, bro. Yeah, and you don't have to wait for me to hit you up. You can tap into my DMs and say, hey, MC, I got some stuff I want to promote. I got a movie I want to promote. Got new music I want to promote. Whatever it is you want to talk about, it's important to me, and you can come back here anytime and talk about your things because you're part of a Let's Chat and Jam fan. Thank you for I tapping. You. I do appreciate the time. It's been wonderful. You are a really dope artist, man. And I'll tell you something. You keep rapping the way you're rapping. You about to get a wife in no time. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming through. Stay safe out there in San Diego. Whatever well, man, you're doing. Well, thank you. Thank you, man. And Peace you're out. welcome. Yes, and everybody else, y'all stay safe, man. If you got a dream, go for it. Because only you could stop it. And nothing beats a failure but a try. Peace out, folks. 
Hey, this is MC Andrew Love, and I want to thank you for tapping in to Let's Chat and Jam. We enjoy speaking to all these independent artists, but for without people listening like you, it would not be possible. Thank you for listening.